Welcome to the Well-Rounded Geek Podcast, episode 31. With me in the studio today is David Ritchie for another Stoner in the Scholar Sports Show where we talk about the latest in sports news and give our opinions or hot takes on sports topics. I got that first try. What up, though? Dude, I can't believe I got that first try. It's been a minute since I've recorded. That's crazy. We're back in this thing. <laughs> there were so many S words. So how you doing, man? Good. We just talked before we recorded to catch up pre-chat talking about dad life dad life crazy as hell but the best trying to keep up with some of the sports talking about the disaster that is detroit sports (laughs) which we're going to talk about today right so topics. the menu is the detroit pistons the detroit lions we're going to talk about the michigan wolverines if we have some time i just want to briefly discuss ufc 283 but ufc has okay. been pissing me off lately too and i'm losing interest but we definitely at least need to discuss um the disaster with the light heavyweight division so let's start the show with the detroit pistons i want to get your thoughts on the season so far we're nine and 28 Oof really bad uh, rough points against we're averaging about 118.5 wow. and then we're scoring about 111 i think it was 111.4 so really bad so if you think about it you said we're scoring 111 we're scoring yeah. 111 that's not that bad it's not bad but man. points against is terrible it's got to be one of the last like bottom five in the league probably Oh, yeah. If Easily. not if not the worst. Yeah. We have the worst record in the league or we're right. tied at I don't remember where we're at. Obviously, it depends on when I post this episode, but 9 and 28 right. is league worst. So, Jesus. what are your thoughts on the season so far? Well, it sucks that Cade went out. I feel like that was a big loss and it's just I don't know, not what I expected, I guess. No. <laughs> with the with the acquisitions and uh Bojan's been killing it, but Second we're so for some bad. Guys. Yeah. It's rough, man. Third year for some guys, too. Not just Cade, but with uh, Bay and Stewart. And some of them, like, Stewart's gotten much better, I think. Yeah. Bay's regressed. Like, some of these players are right. regressing. Yeah, man. So There's talks about even trading him. And I... Which I thought we would we weren't going to hear, you know? No. Not and this early in his... I thought I would never us. hear that. Right. Last year, I would have been like, no, you're crazy. I would never want to move him. But now I'm like, dude, if he's not going to play defense, he's not going to shoot at a high clip. Right. Like, what are we doing here? He's averaging, I think, like 14 points a game where he was trending towards like 20 points per game. Right. Last year. Last year. Yeah. And we thought with Jeremy Grant, he was (laughs) stealing stuff from Bay, you know. Right. And without Grant there, Bay was going to be even better. So the 04 Pistons allowed 84.26 points against against every game. That's insane. And like, now does, I got that's got to lie somewhere pretty good on like all time list. Yeah, that's crazy. 82? There were times. Yes, that's what you just said. 84. 84. 84 I'm sorry. 84.2. That's wild. It is, and I remember that year they 
held certain teams to like 70 something yeah which is insane but to think that that team existed and now we have a detroit pistons team that's allowing close to 120 points a game you can't, dude. Win game. You can't like you're not gonna be a good team that way so the question is what needs to change with this team this team 111 is serviceable like i guarantee that's close to what some of these playoff teams score per game so obviously the team is lacking defensive talent right exactly aggressiveness somebody who can it feels like you just don't have like we don't have anybody on the uh, perimeter that's gonna like lock someone down or like a a solid a really solid two-way player and then like you know Dern showed some flashes of being like a could be a rim defender, but he's still super young and raw. And it's like you need somebody who's gonna lock that paint down, no easy buckets, and then you need to be able to defend on the wings and stop the barrage of shooting that is like today's NBA game. And we are lacking that like astronomically right now. Durin, like you said. He's definitely been by far the best rookie. Like, I like Ivy, but he's had growing pains. Duran is much better. The rate that he's rebounding and how aggressive and hard he plays, like, he plays hard. Right. And his shot is that he has really good form. So, as he develops his shot, he's but gonna be a good player. The question is where would this team be, this 9-28 team, with a healthy Cade? Do you right. think they would be that much better? Because I personally don't. Yeah. I don't know. Because when know. we had him, we were still losing games. Bro. Right, right. And it didn't he's not a look, bad defender. Or anything. It didn't always look cohesive as a no. team either, though. Man. Like we don't, like we, we still don't. Solid performances, like just it didn't look great at times. I like Bagley too, but he's. I think he has one of the highest um, minus scores on our team. Yeah, like he's negative seven or something, and I don't love the plus minus, but it's glaring when you see a player like that who's who's not scoring at a high rate necessarily. He has like a lot of tools offensively, but he's horrible de- defensively. Yeah, and then you know Bojan. He's not a he's good defender at all. Yeah, he's out there to score. He's just there to score. Yeah. Um, Bay has taken a step back. He cannot defend. Right. And then Stewart's being asked to defend different positions than he's even used to now, and he's nowhere near as quick. He's yeah. still – he has improved in different areas. So I, like, appreciate sure. his work ethic, what he's done. He's probably shooting at a higher – I don't know specifically, I don't have it in front of me, but a higher three-point percentage than some of our other players, which is crazy. Yeah. But I just, I don't know where this team goes. Even with a high draft pick, say we get the first overall pick, they don't seem like a cohesive team at all. Right. And it's scaring me because I was so hyped coming into the year, (laughs) dude. We were talking about it on this pod. Yeah. We were talking about how we could, like, scoot into the playoffs possibly, you know? Right. But now we're the worst team in the NBA again, dude. And I am worried a little about, bit about Cade. Yeah. Because he hasn't proven to be, like, super healthy. I know he's still young, but God. Right. Yeah. Well, it's, that's even concerning, too, when you're young and you're, just, you're getting injured like he has and not playing full seasons, you know. And you're the number one overall pick, like, it's just different. Yeah. There's different, like, 
expectations. Way higher. Right. But mm-hmm. maybe, like you said, if we get another high pick, it'll take some pressure off him maybe. <sighs> I just – I'm so sick of these teams losing, man, because I would at least respect – Yeah, it's rough to watch. We're not we, even getting to the playoffs. No. I would respect teams similar to the Red Wings where they're in a rebuild. They're definitely not there yet. They win like some impressive games or they come out and they have some great games and then they have terrible losses. That's okay and that's what I expect to see. But not just straight unable to win games like the Pistons <laughs> are doing or the right. Tigers are doing. Yeah, 9 and 28 is atrocious, man. So you think Casey is going to be let go after this season? I would think so. It has to. Yeah, I don't know point. how he I don't know how he keeps it with the records that he's had and and the players shooting worse. Right. Playing t- there's no defensive no scheme at you're, all. Yeah, you're like you said earlier, one of the last teams in the league. If not the last team in the league in points allowed, like it comes down to coaching too. We just have to pray that we get blessed with another first overall pick. Yeah. And we it would be wild. This guy. year would be nuts. It would be. But we should have had that with just Cade and we shouldn't even be in a position where we're begging for the first overall pick again, but here right. we are. Right. I the just, life of a Detroit sports fan. It it's it's rough. I just and can't Pistons, wait for the definitely. resurgence. I hope we come out like a damn phoenix <laughs> out of the ashes. So let's talk about a hype team, which is crazy that we even say that. Right. The Detroit Lions are probably the hypest team in Detroit right now. And they have been in poverty for our entire <laughs> lives. Yeah, that's all they've known. Even though they just got blown out by Carolina and that yeah. game was horrible, uh, what are your predictions for the rest of this year? And if they meet your predictions, what is your opinion of the season? Like, was it successful or unsuccessful? So do you think we could beat the Bears at home? Do you think we can beat Green Bay? I think we've already beaten them both already. Like we've already beaten them both already. So I want to say yeah, and just the little second half run that we've been on. Just I'm just hopeful that they get those two W's and be get a chance for like a wild card game or you That'd know whatever. Sick. They're they're in the hunt and they're still got a chance if they win out. So that's exciting as fuck. So let's say we lose the next two games. We don't make the playoffs. Seven win season successful to you or unsuccessful i don't know man it's like year two of the campbell regime there's like i don't know i don't know if i can label it either or it definitely doesn't seem successful because obviously you don't get there especially with the second half run that we have if we don't get there it would hurt because we started off so poorly and we then we had like the six and one or whatever it was and then to like lose out and not get there would yeah. Be painful as fuck. So, yeah, it definitely doesn't feel that. Definitely doesn't feel like it would be a success if that was to happen. Yeah. But it's definitely. That's not to say that it's not like there's not progression. Progress, exactly. Right. And there's like really nice areas of the team, and if you can sharp up, sharpen up like certain positions or whatever, that it would be uh, a really dangerous team going forward. I think I think they're getting respect league wide too. Yeah. Like analysts, everyone's talking about them in a different. I've never heard that. Even with Stafford and Megatron, I've never heard them spoken about in that light. Right. And they also seem like a destination for maybe some free agents that want to play for a coach like Dan Campbell. Right. 
I would say we could beat the Bears. We should beat the Bears because the Bears just suck, in my they're opinion. Not, they're not very good. Uh, Fields is dangerous. He yeah. was owning our ass for, like, moments in that game. <laughs> he was. Um, He's not bad, man. But I think we're a better team than when we played them the first time. And we're at home. Obviously, we struggled with them for a little bit there. But it was on the road. I don't know how we're going to do against Green Bay and Lambeau because Rodgers is out is for blood. They're knocking on a playoff spot as well. Of course, they suck, though, too. So. But they absolutely – the Lions absolutely – Embarrassed them. The front on that fucking yeah. that first game and held them to less than ten points. I think they had nine. We didn't score a bunch against the Packers either, but I think that was still in our like turnaround, right? Yeah, hundred percent. So and it was hype getting. I feel like the Lions can win out. I feel like they could too. I thought they went out against Carolina. Carolina is Carolina feels like us kind of too. Like they've got a recent, like they've got a defense that's just coming together and playing, again to the quarterback like crazy. They got to golf like it was nobody's business, and then they were running the ball, the way they ran the ball against us and have been like the last few weeks. It was nuts. ironic because leading into that Carolina game, people were talking about how we were like a perfect matchup against Carolina and how we should be able to handle our business against them because we just are we play complementary football compared to how they play it was the exact opposite they destroyed us in every aspect we were out coached yeah out schemed um <laughs> our defensive tackles were fucking terrible at stopping the run then our linebackers were fucking terrible stopping the run no running back <laughs> should consistently i was getting pissed because people were dogging on kirby joseph for how many missed tackles he has yeah obviously he shouldn't have had that many but he shouldn't have had that many fucking opportunities to tackle a damn running back. He should have been gotten back to the safety. Right. You know? It was yeah. insane. He was the only one making some of those tackles. If he wasn't even there, it would have been a touchdown every single time. Right. So that was very disappointing, but you knew that was coming. This Lions defense is not good, technically, and they were playing so much better as of late, and it right. made no sense Yeah, how they were playing because – we couldn't even make a team punt for a few weeks. There. Yeah, like there was a field goal or a touchdown. Lost twenty nine nothing to the Patriots. Yeah, it looked dude. like ass. So, I think yeah. I personally, because of that six and one stretch, if we win against, say, we lost to Chicago and we won against Green Bay or something, I would still call this season a success because. As much as I wanted them to make the playoffs this year because Green Bay is sort of having a down year, to yeah. jump from where they were at to where they're trending and the respect they've had, um, even if they miss the playoffs, I think it was a successful year. I agree that if they lose out, I'm like on the fence of it being a successful year. Yeah. That 6-1 stretch was incredible. It I just is. really wish we would have won some of those closer games and had more dependable like field goal kicking earlier in the year too. Right. Yeah. But and defense. Yes. <laughs> you can see what they're doing though, man. Like you really can. The Pistons, I have no clue. I thought I did. I have no clue what they're doing. You can see what the Lions are building, bro. And they're just a few pieces away from actually like being going right. into a game and I've never felt this way my whole life. Going into a game and I'm like, yeah, 
they can win that game right. against the Bills or something. Right. I've never felt that in my life, dude. <laughs> I'm joke's on me because I felt that against the Panthers that we got smacked. Right. But of I'm course. starting to feel like we're a few pieces away from competing. So yeah. I wanted to talk about this. We have four picks within the first two rounds. The Rams pick, obviously the Rams are going to start winning more games. We're getting screwed that way, so the pick's falling. We have the Rams pick, our pick, in the, uh, and then Vikings pick in the second round, and then our pick. So what positions do you think are positions of need that we should target with those first four picks? I definitely think we need cornerback help. Yes. Bad. Yeah, I was going to say that. Definitely need more like uh, to find somebody who can be more elite. More We're getting consistent. exposed. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. Like when you when we play against faster wide receivers, it's embarrassing. Right. Like Akuda this year has proven that he can be like a competent yeah. corner. Right. He's not locked down though. He, no. <laughs> not he's not as advertised at all. He was getting right. smoked. Uh, against the Panthers. Yeah. Dude, he was getting destroyed. <laughs> and if he can just be serviceable and then we get another talent opposite of him, yeah. it'll help. But sure. I just... They're Make cornered. sure we, never let, we never let Slay go. Yeah, no. Fuck you, Matt Patricia. Ruined us. All to day. think that we're even having this conversation right now, this quick after Patricia um, Quinn tenure... Right. Is crazy in itself. Years, that yeah. should be uh, like on Cam- Brad Holmes' like trophy if he ever wins something someday. Well, Holmes and Campbell are legit. They are. They're legit. They are. Because coaching is different. It is scheme, but coaching in the NFL now is it's just different. You have to be like a good overall like manager of your people. You yes. have to get the right staff under a you leader. and be a leader and create a culture that millionaires into. want to play for you right you know grown men mm-hmm. you're not talking about college kids right and stuff like just some of the mannerisms and things you would hear about patricia is just like man you were horrible yeah as strict as he might have been or a certain way like if you're a hall of fame coach or legendary coach or something maybe you get maybe that works for you yeah but you yeah disaster I just want to hear even more stories about. I just like this year. I just I wish we still had Slay, man. So do I. If you had Slay, he's still ne- obviously we would never have Okuda because that's where the pig. Was. Yeah, that's what we. That's but I wouldn't mind that where we went. Okuda is not what he right. was advertised as, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was the third overall pick. Yeah, you should be Come like Pro Bowl level. Yes, lockdown. Yeah. You see what's happening with Sauce Gardner. With the Jets? Yeah. He's a beast. He's like, already the best in the NFL at that position, which is fucking insane. Yeah. And they got that kid in Denver, too. Uh, Sertan, I think is his last name. He's been a beast this yeah. year, too. He's a rookie. It's So we definitely need help there because we, we just get burned. Even though we just got destroyed by the run, we usually get burned by the... We're going to get burned over yeah. the next two games. Right. <laughs> we're going to give up some passing yards. Um. We obviously need a quarterback right. because I don't trust Goff to win those big games. That's where it gets weird with that Rams pick is because if it keeps dropping, like the value for the quarterback, oh, is it, you know? Yeah, if it's 
but like, how do you feel about the Bryce Young or the CJ Stroud anyways? I don't feel good enough. The Lions are lacking in so many other areas right now that I'm not feeling good enough to just risk it and grab that pick. Like you stay with Goff. Yeah. Goff. Yeah. <laughs> because it's just tough because if we start to get better, we're never getting a quarterback from the draft again. Right. Unless we just get lucky and have a diamond in the rough in yeah. a later round. Right. We won't. But – we could become a destination where a free agent wants to come here. The only issue is there's risk with that. You could shell out a shitload of money to like Lamar Jackson and he's sort of injury prone, but I would be hype with that. Yeah. I'm not feeling comfortable um, drafting a quarterback with any of those first four picks. If that Rams pick isn't high anymore. Yeah. Not at all. Right. You know, unless, unless the fourth one, in the second round is some like diamond in the rough or something that fell, but I'm thinking cornerback. We need, uh, we need another linebacker like yeah. Anzalone or whatever his name. Anzalone. Yeah. He yeah. sucks. <laughs> Rodriguez should not be better than you. And he's had his struggles too, but he's a rookie, bro. A like rookie. I expect we, he should only get better and be, he should be a really good linebacker one day. He should be, yeah. but where he is lacking in like length, you could tell he misses some. He's a great tackler, but he misses like opportunities to to grab people at times because he has shorter arms. Yeah, um, Rodrigo, you mean? Yeah, but we were getting smoke checked with the run because of those linebackers too. The defensive tackles are bad, and we'll talk about those in a second. Yeah, but once they get past the defensive tackles, it's those linebackers' jobs to tackle right. the running back, Next and they up. were getting exposed. And then in coverage. They're not good either. So right. we definitely need to get a linebacker. And then I wish the Rams pick was still high so we could have grabbed that defensive tackle from Georgia. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's a beast. <laughs> that would have instantly upgraded our, our line. Right. Because you can't just rely on these edge rushers. James Houston's been a pleasant su- surprise. Sure. I'm hype about him. Hutchinson's been ad He's as been really advertised. Yeah. But we still need defensive tackles that can stop the run and get to the quarterback. Right. Bugs has been uh he's been okay. Um we got Pascal. He's yeah. been okay too. Like he's he's much better at stopping the run. He's not really gonna put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Right. But he hasn't proven that he can be super healthy. We need a good defensive tackle lockdown yes and then the only other position that i can think of right now that i would be intrigued with is a running back because swift pisses me off (laughs) like what is complete fall from grace yeah just injury prone like a motherfucker man and and no one like we don't trust him anymore with certain stuff just not the same williams is definitely the back and i hope we keep him but he's He's not that good. Right. He's just like I'm happy that he's getting he's eating and he's getting his touchdowns and stuff, yeah. but he's really not that good. Like he should not be re- relied upon like he's been relied upon. Yeah. He's not going to get you that many yards. Right. You know, he's more of like a brute back where if you need like three yards on the goal you can line, punch it in. Yeah. yeah. Um, he just doesn't have the elusiveness. But Swift's vision's terrible. He's fragile. 
even when we draw up some of these passing plays to him, he's supposed to be one of the best in the NFL. He's yeah. dropping passes. It's like, what are you doing, bro? He's cutting uh, to the outside at times that he shouldn't be to avoid contact. He's cutting inside at times when he shouldn't be because he feels like he made a mistake two plays earlier that he cut outside. <laughs> I just he's so frustrating because when he's when he was killing it earlier in the year, our offense was crazy. Yeah. Our running game was crazy. Our running game's been bad. Right. We had like the leading rusher against the Panthers, dude, was Goff. And he oh. had fifteen yards or something. Damn. That's really bad. That's oh, that's awful. We were one of the best rushing attacks early season, best offenses, period. Right. You can't – this line seems not good enough to not have, you know, offensively having success with Goff. Deep ball has always been a question, but at least having some type of a running game. Yeah. You know? Right. But that brings me to getting Jameson Williams more involved. I hope yeah. that over the next two games – Get him more in the mix. Because he that first touchdown that he had was Hopefully sick. him and Goff are working on their chemistry. Man. Their timing and stuff. Yeah, he missed that one against, uh, and he threw it behind him, and it got broken up. And it was for a tud. Like, most other quarterbacks would have just let him right in, and it would have been six, you know? Yep. And I think it's a timing issue. I think it's he's just so fast, and then he's probably ramping up too. But it's yeah. just weird to see him not as involved. But that shows the depth. Depth that we have, we like do Chark's have good receivers. Good. We yeah. do have good receivers. Saint Reynolds is reliable good. with golf. Yeah. They have a good nice connection. Saint Brown is who he is, the number one on the team. You know, mm-hmm. it's just exciting to be talking about the Lions in this light, and I hope that we win some more games, and then we can get together in a sooner fashion and talk yeah. about it. Because if we're talking about a Detroit Lions playoff team, we're definitely recording. That's hype, and we're hype about that. But Absolutely. Without a doubt. We'll see what happens with the draft, too, because that'll be... We're going to be loaded after those first four picks, in my opinion. So we'll go to another team that's been a successful team this year. We haven't had a chance to meet and talk about their season, but the Michigan Wolverines, they are in the college football playoffs this weekend. They're playing TCU. What are your thoughts on the college football playoffs? How do you think they're going to shake out? I'm super excited. This feel this year feels like different. I feel like we can definitely beat TCU and to to get to the bowl game and then you know you, you have a chance or to the uh, championship game and then you have a chance to beat I'm going with probably Georgia. Yeah. Like there it's going to be a hard game. It's going to be a tough win, but man, it's super exciting and I think that we can get there. We're finally the Michigan team that I was hopeful that we'd right. be. Yeah. It's wild because I was pissed. I was even pissed last year once we lost to State. I was like, I can't deal with Harbaugh anymore. Right. And now I'm eating crow like I was wrong 100%. <laughs> and he was just trying to – he just needed to tweak things and have a younger staff that was more innovative in a way. Right. And just create break. more things. Yeah. And more opportunities mm-hmm. for your playmakers and then – Honestly, finally get a quarterback who can put it where it needs to be. That's a big difference, I think, too. Yeah. The swagger that that, dude, that he walks with and plays with is different, I think. And just his ability, what he can do with running and being able to make those throws. Oh, 100%. It, it's a game changer. For, it, it really is, bro. Our defense is still 
we're we're gonna get exposed at times. That's just college football. It but happens, our defense dog. is still good. It's right. been good. It's solid enough for four quarters. It really is. And the way they adjust, I think that was the biggest thing. Damn Killian with the fucking forearm. Did you see him? He knocked out <laughs> Mo Wagner last night. Did you see that? He knocked out Mo Wagner. But did he actually get knocked out? Oh, dude, he 100% got knocked really? out. Really? Yes. Damn, you feel like he didn't even hit him that hard. He got knocked out. He only got three games for that. It was the back of his head. That's why. Bad boys for life. It, and then Dern wanted all the smoke. Oh, I bet. And I was, I was into that because I haven't seen much fire from this damn team this Right, year. that's what I'm saying. It's hype to know that at least they got each other's back. The viewers or the listeners have no idea that we're secretly watching I know. Uh, NBA TV live <laughs> while recording this. And the Pistons just had a brawl, a malice at the LCA Palace. Right. Part two. What, are we, what were we just talking about? Talking about time? Michigan's defense and how they've always been good. But oh, they've the adjustment that they make. Like, there's been... There was countless times this season where it was like first half, they kind of played. They would they would play bad or they played good enough to be up three or something like that on a team that they should be beating. And then that second half adjustment was just wild. And they come out and they drop fucking twenty to thirty more points on a team and blow them out by twenty. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like, whoa. Yeah, it's like it reminds me of a they, boxing. Like they just adjusted so yeah. well all year long. It's like a boxing match where right, get that feel for what you're doing. It reminded me of UFC in a way. Yeah, like, like Anderson Silva. First round, let me feel you feeling out. Feeling them out. Yeah, I'm about to knock you out because and just adjust, 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 and we did it so well, and the defense did it so well. Offense would play well, and guys would make plays when they needed to. I'm fucking excited for this. Saturday. I am too, and I think <laughs> I think we can definitely beat TCU. Their yeah. offense is crazy good, but so is Ohio State. There, I will give them uh, that quarterback is a dog. He is. So is that wide I receiver. I watched the game they lost, the last game they lost, and I thought it was going to kick them out. I forgot who it was, who it was against, but it was like their title, you know. like Kansas. Was it Kansas? Kansas State. Kansas State. That quarterback was balling his ass off that game. Yeah. So – it's not going to be an easy win or anything. No, he's a dog, and they got a good team. But I think Michigan can get the finally get to that championship game, that long-awaited championship game. So, if they didn't, though, would you find this season to be a success? Thirteen and zero, lose to TCU, lose to TCU, won the Big Ten championship, beat right. Ohio State and Michigan State. I'd be. Ha- I'm still happy with the season. Me too. Yeah. Because of where we can't we've not come be as a from. Michigan fan, right? Exactly. Like the fact we've beaten Ohio State two years straight. The reality. I don't even care is- about the national championship right now. That's just icing on the cake. This team has not beat Ohio State consecutively in my lifetime. Right. I, I don't even remember in two the decades. longest time. Yeah. 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 And to the re- like, I was just about to say the reality of the situation is that you and I last year thought this team is no good. This team's not going anywhere. After that state loss, we were pissed. We were like, and hell no. They balled out. They lost the state. That was terrible. They go and beat Ohio State and just keep – it's just like this came out of nowhere. And like you said, kudos to getting the new coaching staff, being able to make those adjustments on the field for the players, put the guys in the best positions. But uh, didn't ex- I, I didn't expect it. After all the years no. with Harbaugh and all the years, we've just been so mediocre, not being able to ever – beat Ohio State or Michigan State. That shit eats at you as a fan. <laughs> I don't think uh, there's a certain 
part of our but game. But I love the silence nowadays. Yeah. Because I don't hear a lot. You don't hear much at all, which nope. is annoying as shit. It's because we heard everything. But I'd rather hear nothing than yeah. these jabronis still acting like they're the shit. I you know. know. They're everyone's salty splatoons. But the crazy thing is I don't see like obviously we could lose to TCU. We would probably still get smoked in my opinion by Georgia because Georgia's is so damn good. Yeah. But I don't see like massive flaws in this team anymore. We finally have a quarterback who can throw. His he has some deep ball accuracy issues cuz he's still young, but we finally have a quarterback with, that can throw or run. Yeah. Our running game and our offensive line is fucking crazy even with Corum injured. Uh, Edwards is serviceable, like he's a dog. Yeah. Um, our defensive line, we don't get to the quarterback as as frequent as we have in years past with, you know, like Hutchinson and stuff. Right. But it's still a great defensive line, and we're good at stopping the run. Right. And our secondary, for the most part, has been holding its own. There's moments in college football always where yeah, you can get exposed, but I don't see a massive glaring hole where. Last year, even though we had all that success, there was still a glaring hole in the quarterback game to me. Like oh, yeah. I appreciate um, Cade, but I never thought it's like Goff. You never think he's gonna have some comeback win or right. something like um, Josh Allen did truly, against us or something. It's like you you're know? not truly confident in where he can take you either. But McCarthy could, bro. Right, hundred percent. Right. Feels different. He could break off for like a forty-yard run, or he could get some crazy pass. And that's what I'm saying. Like it may just be me as a fan thinking this and wanting this, but like I don't think it's crazy to think that we could beat Georgia in a close game. I just like, I know they're good as fuck, but I feel like. Like you said, college football, anything can happen if we can get out to an early lead and yeah. just, you know, it can make it a dogfight. I agree that there's obviously a possibility, but Georgia just hasn't done anything yet to prove to me that they wouldn't just destroy us. Because it's like, yes, we are a much better team than last year, but yeah. I don't think they're necessarily, like, in my opinion, a worse team. Everyone's saying this isn't the same Georgia team. Well, let's see how they play against Ohio State because I'm pretty sure they're the same Georgia team. And we weren't even close to beating that team last year. <laughs> so even if we did get significantly better, that would just make the game more competitive and we would still lose, in my opinion. But like you said, anything could happen. I would freak out. I'll probably go streaking in the <laughs> Michigan weather. <laughs> Maze Blue Johnson running by my neighbors, dude. I will freak out if the the Wolverines win, but... I think it's still a successful season, and I'm pumped to see how this team fares in the future because they're forward. getting all these transfers and stuff. Yeah, They struggle with some rec- recruiting, yeah. but these transfers are all coming in in the portal, and it's like we're already making up for the lack of recruiting. So yeah. I'm hype. Um, hopefully we can get together, and it'll either be after the national championship or if we can squeeze one in after Saturday's game and just see – uh how we fare but go blue go blue (laughs) now we have to move to a boring topic but it's okay i do want to discuss ufc 283 before we finish talking today that's the fight with um the fight card with tashera versus hill for the light heavyweight title now vigierdo versus moreno for the flyweight title even though they've fought five billion times (laughs) and that's also the one with burns and neil magny so i just want to touch talk about those the first thing i want to talk about is 
How terrible is it that Deshera and Hale are fighting now for the light heavyweight title after what happened with Blakowicz and uh, Ankolaev? Yeah, Ankolaev. I don't, bro. The UFC has just been weird. We and we've talked about that just over the, the months when the events happen and stuff. But for it to end in a draw, and then neither of these guys are back in the picture. Horrible. It sounds so. It just doesn't make sense to me. And to share should have been in the picture the whole time. That's way. weird to me. And then I still like I hate these interim belts that they do. I well, wish that would just disappear forever. And well, that watered down everything. But there, it it's even a bigger disaster than the damn interim belts now. You know, and I just to share versus Hill for that belt. When even though I don't like Ankalaev, he won that fight. And he should be yeah. the champion, which is crazy to think of. And it's just it came like, down to a draw. And that I, dude said he's straight up thinking about leaving the UFC because of that. I know. Don't let it go to the judges, then, bro. We we all right? know the judges are ass. They're never. They've been horrible. They've lately. always been inconsistent. Yeah, there's a history of that. They've been so bad, and they were just bad with uh, Patty Pimblett. He got worked. Oh, he lost. And he yeah. looked horrible, and that changed my Sorry, opinion lad. of him. You lost. Did your opinion of him changed? I used to like him. I don't like him anymore. I think he's an arrogant ass. Like, he's going to get rocked, and he yeah. looked like shit. I think that he didn't handle that the right way. No. I think that for him to say that, like, he, he won, like, convincingly is pretty much what his stance on it has been is wild to me. Gordon was rocking his ass, was putting hands on him, dude. I don't get where he thought he, like, convincingly won and that fight, you know? It if he fights someone that's actually like, n- no diss against Gordon, but he's just okay. You know what I mean? Right. He's, he's bottom of the barrel guy. in the yeah. UFC. But if he fights someone that's actually a pure striker or something, he is going to get destroyed. He His looked, stand-up looked horrible. Bro, it looked so weird. It looked like that. Uh, this is going to be weird as hell, but what's that one damn Pokemon that was like, he had like the paws and shit? Hitmonlee or something? Hitmonchan? So I don't even remember what the thing's name was, bro. But it looked like a little. I I'd have to look it up. <laughs> but that's what he did have. It looked. That's ass. what his stance looked like to me, man. I'm like, why is he? It wasn't defensive in like any that? way. And then he, when he was connecting, because he was connecting like crazy, it had no power. Right. It, wasn't it didn't even look like it was him. affecting him. Yeah. No, dude. Where he was getting his head put back by fucking Goran's punches, dude. So that just goes back to how the UFC judges are terrible and Ankalaev should have won, but that to Sharon Hill fight I'm not even hyped for because right. it's just like and to know that like John Jones has been through some shit. He's annoying and he pretty much ruined his image and career by the things that he's done. But just to know that a healthy John Jones in the light heavyweight division would that would still smoke check all of these yeah, fighters right is not entertaining to me at all like to share is old and he's probably right. about to win the belt possibly john jones embarrassed him in his prime yeah. it wasn't even close like to was super hyped up he was on this crazy i don't Run. even know if he was undefeated or this crazy 20 fight win streak or something at the time and jones just picked him apart like, Jones is better than all of these people, and he's not in the division anymore, I know, but it's hard for me to get hyped for them. When you see wh- what's happening in that division, 
that terrible decision and just how they're handling the belt now. It's, Patty, it's I found it, dude. I don't mean to interrupt, but Patty Pimblet's stance reminded me of Mankey. Oh, yeah. Dude, you did. Yes. I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> dude. Like Why was hand, it like that? Yeah. yeah. Hands up and not protecting chin at all. Why was it like that? Dude. I said Hitmonlee. I don't even know if Hitmonlee had hands. He had legs. He was kicking people. Dude. <laughs> Definitely going to clip that and put that in the, the Instagram. Um, <laughs> so the next fight that I wanted to talk about is Figueredo versus Moreno for the flyweight title. What do you think is going to happen with this that? This is fight four, yes. right? I don't even know anymore, man. I, part of me just wants Moreno to to win it because I just like him more. I guess that's how I feel. But yeah. then it's gonna muddy it. Are they? If Are he they wins, go five, I will. I will. Because somebody's got to have the upper hand. Jesus, that doesn't even make sense. And I don't think that's ever happened, right? No, there's never been five. There's four though. This there's four. Yeah, this isn't the first. If five happened, it was like it. what's what's the next one after a trilogy? I don't know. But if five ever happened, it was because someone was like ancient. And they just had some farewell, like, rehash with a rival from 20 years prior or something, yeah, you know? Right. But I'm not hyped for that fight. And the other fight that I wanted to talk about was Burns versus Magny. Gilbert? Yeah. He's number he's five. Magny's number 12. Why isn't Colby Covington yeah. fighting anyone in the him? top five? It's weird. Why? Apparently, he won't fight Chimaev. And that was supposed to be the fight, right? And then if not, who are you going to fight? You're going to fight Burns. And obviously you're not. Why is he not fighting people in the top know. five? I've, I I feel like I saw something recently, too, that said they don't want him fighting Edwards either because they feel like he would wash Edwards. There is possibly some truth to that because Edwards probably, I don't want to like talk shit about shit, him yeah. but he shouldn't be cha- he should be champ because he obviously knocked him out he but won, he yeah. was getting worked bro you right know, like if they if rematch would have passed he would have won or yeah kamara was winning the decision. if when if and when they rematch usman if he plays is it gonna safe win, yeah. he's gonna win because he's just better yeah. at everything <laughs> he just got caught it's almost like george st pierre uh it reminds me of george st pierre when he got knocked out um because he just made a bad decision. Right. You know, he came back, and it was a completely and different fight. Yeah. yeah. And he never lost again. You know, it's like right. you make a mistake, but then you right the ship. Right. Colby would be that. Kamara was, like, on some domination oh, shit. GSP style, yeah. He was killing shit. Yeah. But I think you're right. Like, Colby would probably... They're trying to protect Edwards in a sense, but yeah. still... Kobe doesn't deserve, even though he was competitive with Usman each time, He's right. he hasn't done anything like all these other fighters, like Poirier or something, for example, that have fallen back down and had to climb back up. The amount of right. shit that Poirier's had to do to still be like a number one contender right. or fight for titles in this big picture is insane. And he's it's sad that he's never won a true championship, but, you know, shit happens. That motherfucker's when you're entertaining, stack. though. He is. The last few fight cards, in my opinion, I haven't loved, right? And I'm like, I just sure. opening this segment, I said a boring topic, only because <laughs> it's boring to us. But we should be talking about it because it's still relevant. But 
that Poirier Chandler fight was great. That was fantastic. That was like why I Chef's would watch. Kid. That's like the best uh, of oh, the best. You 100%, know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the best UFC has to offer is that type of fighting, you know, those type of uh I don't even want to say matches. That sounds weird. That sounds like wrestling. No, it's it's true though, because it is like at the end of the day, entertainment. So that was a dogfight, bro. Yeah, there was blood gushing everywhere, and it was. And the boys were scrapping. They were scrapping, and that's sort of what you want to see because that's the most entertaining fight style, right? It Give is. me that shit all day over. You know that master grappler or wrestler or it's just changed. guy who can ground and pound you to death. You know the ground and pound stuff. Isn't like, even relevant anymore though because Khabib like he like would just point, submit it's, people. It's respectable that you you're that dominant mm-hmm. that you that you just you control the fight like that. That is impressive. It's boring as hell to watch though. It's so boring. Like once I get past that, like damn, that's impressive that you can actually do that and hold that for you know an entire length fight or whatever. Or get it to the point where you're grounding and pounding or you're submitting somebody like. After that, it's like there's not there's no wow factor to that. Not at all. It's just like all right. Like, are you hyped that Makachev when, is champ? When we check when you check into a Khabib fight, it's like you know what's gonna happen. Yeah, you just like Makachev. Right, and it feels like the same thing with Makachev now because he's it, it's not Khabib two Some people like it, but it's not entertaining for me. And if I was dropping money on these pay per views, I'd be pissed. Like, right. I want to see some crazy knockout or like. Some crazy counter. See guys go to war. Yeah. I don't it's like, like barbaric see. and wild as that may sound, but like that is the sport. And it's, I don't know. I'd rather see two guys standing up, striking and going at it than. Chandler was straight up bleeding on Poirier, bro. Yeah. Like that was, it Purposely. was a little much, but I was like, damn, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> My, the Poirier, man within Poirier me was, was just like, not fucking with that shit. You could tell after no. the fight, Poirier did not like Well, I've heard it's gross because it's so warm and it smells irony and you're just tasting iron. Just Oof. imagine that, dude. Oof. That's the Jeffrey Dahmer special. Well, that fight's coming up, uh, that fight card in January, so we'll possibly talk about it depending on if it's snooze fest or, or good. If it's snooze fest, though, we're 100% switching just to strictly wrestling and we're going <laughs> to talk about that because I know that gets you pumped. Yeah. But I just wanted to thank you, dude. I know it's difficult to step away. I know Hell sometimes yeah. you like to take a step away and just chill to get out of the house and yes. stuff. But thanks again for coming on and I hope we can talk soon. Yeah, I hope the next one is soon too, man. Before I end this episode, I want to shout out the elite supplement brand Caged. Caged was born of a need for ultra-premium, health-focused products that actually work. If you would like to learn some more about Caged as well as their products, you can click the link in my Instagram bio as well as the link associated with this episode. You can also use my promo code JG15 to save 15% on your order. The Well-Rounded Geek.